Hello and welcome back to Weeknight Hero. As always, I am your GM, Evan. And I'm Katie. So, we're going to continue with Katie's uh, mutagenesis storyline. So, Katie, tell me what you remember from our last episodes. Well, I picked up four people to join my my cause. Um, so, the first one was a young lady down in Brazil, mm-hmm. in um, Sao Paulo, correct? Yeah. And then the next one... Oh, no, it was Rio. Rio de Janeiro. Why did I say Sao Paulo? Oh, it doesn't matter. Like, um, I don't know. Such a long time ago. It was a whole It was a whole year ago in my mind. Um, and then, now I don't even remember the chronological order, but, and then I picked up another, I believe he was next, um, my psychic vampire child. No, he was the last one. Was he the last one? Yeah. So then you, so you have um, Jonathan. Jonathan, the he's. Grandier. Yeah. Uh, who almost caused a nuclear incident. And you Eve, <laughs> yes, he was, did. Um, who used magnetism and she was held by the police. Because she was breaking into cars because she can be a magnet and hit cars and yeah. open them. Yeah. And so she was helping this commune and she was helping out her commune, homeless people, who are now living on your farm. So you live as, in like a collective... Like a like Area. a commune, who be commune compound. Yeah, exactly. So now they have. So now everyone has jobs, and so. Um, as Wait. So these. So I put them to work. I remember. Like you guys are all gonna work on this farm now, and we're gonna all gonna have jobs and live in this happy, could be commune life. Yeah, honestly, that's all that really matters. So now you're going to unveil your next big training session. So mm-hmm. you've created a danger room. Basically. I was imagining this. I was thinking about this a little bit earlier. I was like, I, I, w- I want it to be, like, sub subground, like, underground. Like, um, not in a cave necessarily, but where you, like, walk down these things. And kind of Batman style, but a lot less. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I would try and, like, distur- un- I don't want to disturb the land, you know, as mm-hmm. much as possible, right? And because we're probably, I imagine we probably, I would have built or incorporated some solar you know some hydropower like a probably um as as sustainable and zero waste as we could possibly be yeah i'm a big hippie in real life too don't worry and uh so i that's kind of what i'm thinking the danger room is going to be let's say there's like a cave system yeah and so you just incorporated what was already there into the cave system and so jonathan and several of your community members who have engineering uh knowledge we're like, let's put all of our stuff together so we can build this combat simulation room, which is what it's built into as your headquarters. And so you can go in there, and so you can practice your gifts without anyone being harmed in any sort of way. So I like to imagine that it's like a big... It starts off as just like a big blank room. But like then white like, or black or gray? We can, we can do white, black, gray. It doesn't really matter. Well, I just like to paint a picture in my mind. We'll, do, we'll say that it's white. Okay. So then it starts off like that, and then it's modular, so you're able to build more rooms out of it, but less rooms, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And so you are going to conduct your first, like, formal training session. So you're like, you guys are ready to, like, really be superheroes. So as uh, the day starts, you meet with everyone in your little mess hall area. And so your team members... On, my pic- on our picnic benches while we're eating breakfast. <laughs> Breakfast burritos. <laughs> yeah, where, where, where would you have it? So it's not it's not inside. It's outside. What do you mean? 
Well, where would you like your mess hall to be? Uh, well, no, I, I, I'm imagining kind of a traditional camp status where it's inside, but it's got, um, you know, windows to the outside because it does get cold up there. Like, yeah. it does snow, so we want to make sure that we're protected from the element. So it would be inside, but... They have an outside dining room. Yeah, but, like, kind of like if you've ever seen, like, a, a lake house where they have, like, a balcony or some sort of deck... Like, there's an outside dining area, but you can also go inside. Past month or so, getting to know their skill set and what they, and their past and their histories and all that. So when you get there and you greet everyone, you find that almost none of your team members are really up for the task other than Lodestone slash Eve, the magnetic mutant. Everyone had a really rough night last night, <laughs> so nobody's really come prepared for what they're doing today. Okay. So... It, do you uh, want to talk to them about it, or do you want to inspire them? Well, I think for me, like, my leadership style is definitely one of, um, like, uh, it, I've gosh, how I don't even know how many stupid leadership surveys I've done in my entire life, because that's kind of what I do, just in general, is learn to be a leader. Um, I have an inspiring, like leadership style like I want to make like that's how I motivate people is by inspiring them and getting them to like oh okay I can do this I can get there I remember one time a long time ago I coached a team and I remember I said I don't even know where I I must have been really really young too I was probably maybe just out of high school and I remember some kid was like that was a really good speech <laughs> so I'm gonna just double down on that um I don't really do that anymore for for youngins but um so yeah, so I'm going to give a speech, um, and I'll probably just tell them. So I imagine I took the time to get to know them, and I would probably know what their thing is. Like, what is it that they want? Their carrot, like, so to speak, right? Tembi, uh, she so just... her motivation is family. Yeah. She likes the interconnectedness of everything, and so she hasn't been having the best time while here because she doesn't know anybody and she has she doesn't hasn't developed the social skills yet so she sadly she spends most of her time like alone which is kind of a dick move on the other three part you're not going to try and get to know her like what the hell so they don't sound like very good good people frankly they're, yeah well they're trying to get they're trying to figure themselves out and deal with this new situation so okay i'm sure if you talk to them they'd be like well she hasn't given the she hasn't taken the time to talk to me well, that's not about that, though. Like, you... it's See, that's what I, I don't like about people. It's like, well, she didn't do that for me, and that's not why you do things. Like, why you? Why are you here? You're here to do good. Like, what have you done for someone else today? If the answer is nothing, then you don't have the heart to be here. Yeah. But I believe that they do have the heart to be here, and that they do care about other people, mm -hmm. and they do have the willingness and, like, goals and desires to, like, make change in the world in terms of, like, their superpowers. And so if they... They should be able to take this tiny little thing of befriending someone who either maybe they don't like her. I don't know. Maybe she's not very nice to them. Maybe she they don't understand or have anything in common. That's irrelevant. Like we're on a team now, yeah. so you they shouldn't. You guys need to, to get an opportunity to get to know each other, each other's habits, strengths, weaknesses. Like you're in it, hundred percent now. Like the time to leave was twenty minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> you're in. You're done. So let's. Uh, so we'll constitute all of this in gameplay terms is remember you have the inspire um, advantage oh I forgot about that so you spend so you're gonna burn your hero point here with your inspire advantage you have the ability to offer a circumstantial bonus for them for the rest of the scene 
in order to help them out, basically. So, so now that you spent that, you've really kicked them into gear. And so I like yeah. I like your yeah. like uh, coach speech <laughs> that you gave them before they all went in, and they're like, okay. Um, so of course they want to argue with you a little bit but they're just like no that's a fair point well i think the thing that i would just like to point out to them too is i don't know who your leader's gonna be and like i'm your leader but you guys you guys are all individually leaders but you don't know who's gonna rise to the occasion until you start to work with each other and and work in these situations and they're the only way we're gonna get good is getting good together Mm -hmm. because you don't want the person next to you to not have, to not, to the, you want to know that the person next to you has your back. Yeah. You don't want to be next to someone weak or someone who hasn't practiced because that's the weakest, like you're, it doesn't matter what you do. They're the weakest link and it's not going to happen. Whatever we, I don't know what, what superheroes or villains you have for us in the future, but you could train all you want. And if your neighbor doesn't train over here, or I don't know, I would probably say something funnier. I don't know what funny things that they like, but if I knew, I mean, I guess I could guess, but, um, I would probably say something to the effect of like, you know, Johnny Mithril over here, <laughs> if Johnny Mithril over here, if he's not, if he's not working on his ability and his speed with which he can like change forms, it doesn't matter what the rest of you do. We're all going to be. As, oh, uh, as at the same level as, as Johnny. So the weakest link. As the weakest link. You're so only as strong as your weakest link. Yeah. Okay. So so you do all that and they're like, all right, fair enough. Like, they actually don't argue. Yeah. Honestly. Because I think, <laughs> I, I don't know what it's conditioned about our, our kids today. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe these, some of these kids might, but they really don't. Like, mm-hmm. look, I, feel, I think if you like foster that respect, they know that you're not trying to be a dick to them. And they'll be like, yeah, okay. So... You will conduct your danger room uh, session. And so we will save. This will be like your testing of whether or not they work together as a team. So would you like to participate in it? Or... I want to watch. You want to... Like, I'm thinking like... I'm thinking like... um, Would want to see how everybody plays together. Rather than join in. So you and Gonsalvo... For the four of them, we have situations set up. So you, not only, you've been testing their powers, but if you want to test how well they work like under pressure and all of that, you've created these scenarios that will be difficult for them to handle and really, really test them because there isn't a simple way out of it. Like, for example, um, Cameron, with his powerful psychic abilities, it doesn't matter because his room is made up of robots and he can't mentally compel them to do anything. He can't attack them. He can't do anything because they're immune to telepathy. Uh, so now he has to figure out a way to get out of the room without him, like, it, with, without his power. Is it like a metaphorical door that they have to walk through to finish? Or do they have to destroy everything in the you room? You know what's funny? That, or, or I call this is because that's what they. That's the first test that every X-Men does is you have to cross the room. That's what I named the scene is cross the oh, like one, in the... one edge of the room to the other. Right, and so if you're, there's going to be a bunch of things in between that. But yeah, the first step is to be able to complete the task. So yeah, so what they do, they're all in these separate rooms, and so they have to figure out a way out of their room, and so how well they can think and react to these things determines how well you think they're doing as a team. And when they get out of their room, they're done. They're on their own. Or do they have to go to the next room? It's like an escape room. Remember that escape room we did that one time? It's yeah. It's just one room and done. Okay. 
So it's not like where they have, where you escape, but then you have to help yeah. everybody else so, too. Well, so we're, we're going to leave it open ended. Okay. So you say your job is to complete the task in front of you, right? Ooh, so what I, to oh, I got gotcha. Right. So you have to. But I'm hoping the, that they'll get their shit together yeah. <laughs> and that they'll help each other out. Exactly. So deposit all of them into their little rooms. And so we start the. Um, I feel like Lodestone might be the one who is the most team focused and team centered because she has already been working with a metaphorical like team, right? Like yeah. she's been working with all of her homeless folks. So she's. I. I want to. I'm gonna predict that she's probably gonna be the one that has the idea of like, no, we gotta go help the other team people. All right. Well, 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 let's see. So of the four people, who do you want to? Uh, zoom in on first. So we start the trial and everyone's I want to see um, uh, activate. Psychic Vampire Boy. Cameron? Yeah. Okay, so we... Kid so, Camazots. Yes, Kid Camazots. So so you enter his room and so I told you about it before. So he starts off tied to like a, like a chair or something, right? And then these little robot helpers are meant to be like the orderlies from the place that he is. Are they the size of a human? Yeah. Okay. So they're just humanoid robots. So they do that, and so now they, like, tend to him, and they help him and do all of that. But they don't let him leave. So they, like, smother him with kindness. Okay. And so he's like, what the... Yeah, so, well, it's meant to throw him off on a psychological level. But then it also means that he can't use his mental powers. Okay, so all of his powers, what are they? So so telepathy. Mm-hmm. So the, That's not going to work. Yeah, so the big one, psychic vampirism. If he ignores that, he has the little smaller, lesser abilities of just being able to communicate, read minds. Um, he can shoot a mental blast, but it, again, it doesn't work because the robots... Because he doesn't have any mental or abil- anything to draw from, because yeah. the robots aren't... Because they're not connected to the actual yeah. plane at all. So, now, when we were training Cameron over the course of the month, he said that because his powers are such a like a real negative in his life he doesn't want to focus on his psychic abilities okay so what he's been doing is he said well i'm a, like a like a pretty funny guy what can i do with that and you're like not a lot <laughs> <laughs> but what he's come to figure out is like his skill with like getting under people's skin is its own kind of so is he going to talk his way out of these robot situation well, 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 we'll we'll figure that out. So of course, initially he struggles because if he tries to leave, the robots put him back on the chair, and they're like, "You're not allowed to leave until you finish your supper or whatever." Yeah. And so he says, "Okay, so let me let me reach deep down and think." So the first thing that Cameron does is so he doesn't want to rely on his psychic powers, but force a habit. Immediately he telepathically communicates with you, and he's like, "What am I supposed to do?" He sounds like an annoying. Is he is he blonde white boy? Yeah. Yeah. He sounds like an annoying little no, fuck. Well, no, he sounds like high school students. Yeah. Because like you need, a, they're like leading a horse to water. Uh, all right. Well, I can deal with high school students, so I would say. So, so he, well, what do? So despite being aware of the task at hand, because he doesn't like the idea of failure, and also wants you to kind of hold his hand a little bit. The first thing he does is telepathically communicate with you and say, what do you, what should I do? Well, my thought is to communicate with him and say, and, and ask him another question. What do you have available to you? Says, uh, 
says, well, well, there's nothing in the room. Like, I don't, I don't know how to get out of it. I don't know how to get out of this. Well, there's nothing in the room? Okay, so he says, uh, well, with his telepathic powers, he says, everyone else is in range. Um, I could, I could try talking to them. Okay, so reach out to somebody. Who do you think will help you? In this situation, who do you think will help you the most? Um, let's say that he's better friends with Jonathan than everyone else. Okay, but let me ask you a question about Jonathan. Are his powers going to help you the most right now? Well, their well, his well, he can beat these guys up, and I I can't do that. But is <laughs> but is that the easiest, most efficient way to solve this problem? Because he has other things that he's literally has his own test that he's worried about. Yes. So and so, why does he have to come and save you? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like. I'm not not trying. God, this guy's <laughs> annoying. I'm going to go to the next room. Boop. Uh, no? Okay. <laughs> Let him figure it out for a second. Okay. I can't handle this. This is. I am actually annoyed. <laughs> okay, which room do you want to go to next? <laughs> Did you like that? Boop. Um, and he's like, wait, miss. <laughs> well, he's, well, he's telepathically talking to yeah. you. You're like, well, I'm not telepathically talking to him. And I'm going to put a, a shield up. What do you call it? A yeah. ward? Yeah. Mm, I'm so done with you, Cam- Cameron. You okay, so next one. Um, let's see. Well, let's let's go see what Jonathan's doing. Okay, so Jonathan is... Okay, so Jonathan is in a room full of quicksand. Oh, Okay. So his diamond hardness isn't gonna. Yeah, so it's not gonna help him here. So. Well, he does. He understand physics. Yeah. Yes, he does. He doesn't have to do much. Okay. Well, well. Go ahead. So, so why does he not have to do much? Well, all he has to do is stand still, and, and it'll just like coalesce, and then you'll be able to get out. Really? Yeah, I haven't heard the physics of quicksand. It's not no. that scary. It's not difficult to get out of. Anyway, go ahead. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's roll and see if he knows the business of quicksand so we'll say it's a dc 15 check because apparently it's really available knowledge that i was not aware of eight so combined with his intellect of eight it's 16 so it beats the check so he's just like oh you're right so so he'll so he stands perfectly still in his (laughs) diamond form and what did you say it coalesces around him it like it's like a density thing so it'll like you have to kind of get out you know, I don't remember now, but I know that it's not hard to get out of. Like, he just has to, like, stop and then, like, stop moving and then you can just kind of climb out. Well, I think he's probably going to be like, oh, I've seen a YouTube video about this one before. I just have to float on my back and make myself as light as possible and I'll be able to get out. Okay, so let's say, uh, let's say that he is perfectly uniform in density when he's in his, uh, mithril form and so he's he's like both light and buoyant and so he's able to just kind of like lay on his side basically, <laughs> and then he's like fine and so he just like slowly swims over to to the uh the area i don't know so, if swim is the right word but kind of just like rolls out of it yeah so we'll make that an athletics check so let's see if he's able to do both simultaneously Alright, so combined with his athletics of 10, right, super athlete anyways, uh, his roll of 5 allows him to keep going. So he makes a slow go of it, but he's able to wade over to the edge of the area and so he will eventually lift himself back up. So he has completed his trial 
basically. And of course, Cameron is bothering him. And so he's... And he's like, bro, I'm trying to get out of quicksand here. Give me a minute. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm trying to breathe slowly. Get out of this uh, this quicksand situation. Yes. Yeah, so, Chill. So he's like, stop bothering me. Who else would I'm like sorry. To I'm sorry. I'm I'm still laughing at the fact that you're like, I didn't know quicksand was such an easy thing to solve. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know virtually anything about quicksand. <laughs> okay. okay, who's next? So you have... Well, Jonathan, hopefully... Let's go back to Cameron, and hopefully he continues talking to Jonathan. Okay, so... And now I'll be like, boop! And he's probably like, are you back? And I'm like, yes. Okay, so, yeah, so you get into a mental communication <laughs> with him again. And he said, oh, no, I've started to figure things out. So let's say that he's one okay. of those people that, that knowing that you aren't going to help him, he will actually try to get something done. Oh, okay. So what he has done is he has used his powers... And so there's an advantage called redirect. And so you can use deception, which is a skill in the game, and you can use that to trick people. But he's they're not there's no people and they're just robots. They're, well they're robots, but they still interact with them. Okay. Right? So So you can trick other characters. Yeah. So so it's not necessarily like all verbally. Some of it's like things where you're really, really annoying and so they charge at you and then you move out of the way and it's like a wall and so they mm -hmm. run into the wall. Or something like that. Okay. And so, so let's say that he used that, and so he said he started antagonizing the uh, robots, basically. Because he's annoying as fuck. Yeah. Oh, so, God. I'm imagining, like, Macaulay Culkin, Kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah, so... You've, you guys, you guys back, or you're thirsty for more? So so he does that, and so they're like, all right, well, we have to put God. you back. And so he positions them so that they bump into each other, and so slamming and bumping into each other has become basically inoperable so now they've been knocked over mm -hmm. right so because his physical all he had skills, to do was knock them over yeah his physical oh, skills geez. wouldn't be enough to do it but with the, the robot's physical skills let's say that they like lean over and so they both head to the same like position. in wally yeah and they knock into each other and so they fall yeah. over right so he's, he's just like actually i'm doing really well you don't even have to worry about me mm -hmm, so like, okay. he just needed to have faith in himself or <laughs> have no other option but save himself well good keep keep working and that's his thing he's he's annoying as fuck <laughs> i created an annoying character that's annoying yeah okay so well all right so peace let's go to lodestone his way so lodestone so she is magnetic of course and so everything in the room the walls and the door and all of that there's a lock but it's in it's plastic and cement kind of like a lock on everything so in order for her to get out of the room she can't use her magnetic powers to affect it right so she says um she of her thing is she's rather headstrong and so she has been kind of like trying to bash it with her magnetic strength because teaching lodestone over the course she's of an idiot like obviously it's not gonna work bitch she's like she's forward thinking and so she charges into things no that's dumb i'm sorry chill problem solved think your way out of this okay so she says well my magnetic powers... i wouldn't say bitch to her though okay. sorry i'm just annoyed <laughs> like i'm annoyed at how dumb these kids are are you serious yeah. well i guess my point my job is to teach them so i gotta chill but i'm annoyed <laughs> So she's like been like speedball, like bouncing off of things because she has her flight and she can create like a magnetic field around herself. So she's been bouncing off of things, being like, 
I'm kind of getting there, but it's also not magnetically reactive, so I'm not getting very, very far, right? So she's just like, um, I need to think of like another way out of this, right? So let's let's double back and figure out like what her skill set is. Okay. So, what she cares most about, and from teaching her, you would know this, that she um, she does things like for other people and also she doesn't like Tempe very much like the two big things that you've noticed and so they argued quite a bit okay so girls (laughs) teenage girls are the worst yeah so so she works best when she has people to that rely on her well she always wants to be the one in charge yeah I get that Mm -hmm. but in order to lead you gotta be able to follow I she's so she's just like so okay First thing she does, she says, how's Tempe doing? It doesn't matter. Okay. She says, well, yeah. she, so she's, so she's hyper-focused on this idea, right? And so she's just like, let's say that she, well, she doesn't have anyone to fight for. And Well, I'm going to say she's already out. So there you go. Done. Okay. So you're the only one in here right now. So what are you going to do? So that makes her really, really mad, mm-hmm. but it also convinces her that so she'll she'll do something like this and so she'll take her magnetic power she's like i can't affect anything in the room but i don't need that in order to take things yes down, yes right and so let's she said so she's trying to use it and she's like it's not working like so you're like well think what else can you do she's like it's not magnetic so i can't control it she's like okay but what is magnetic so she's just like got it she takes she rips like a like a button off of her coat or let's say like the the button on her jeans and so she takes that and she's like this is magnetic and so she she takes it her bra yeah she gives it like a oh she does the the underwiring on her Uh, bra bra isn't really underwire isn't all metal but yeah that would work too okay so so she does that and so she she uses her magnetic field to like form it into like a more aerodynamic form and so she's like, I know about something that Jonathan told me about. It's called a rail gun. So she's going to use her magnetic powers and she's going to fire the button at a really, really high acceleration. She, so she does that and it cracks the cement and the plastic on the locked door. And so the, let's say that the whole side of the building comes crumbling down. The danger room building, but yeah. Of her little room area. Yeah. So, so she does that, and she says, no, I just had to hit it. She says, she tells you, no, I just had to hit it hard. Yeah, gone. Okay. <laughs> like, Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So she does that. So now she's out. I don't think I like these kids. Why? <laughs> they're just assholes. I'm just <laughs> well, kidding. you have to teach them to be I nice. know, but they're still assholes. Okay, so then, so now we'll move on to Tempe. Okay. So, um, so, in, so Tempe's area, there's really not much in it, but you're using, like, a heating system. And uh, it's not like a vaporizer. It's the opposite of that. A devaporizer. So the root. So the. So <laughs> a the, devaporizer. <laughs> a devaporizer. Or a dehumidifier. That's yeah. what it's called. So she's using a de. They're using a dehumidifier. So now everything in the room is incredibly dry. Devaporizer. And so and there's no water vapor in there. Mm-hmm. So te- so she's been trying, but she can't. What are you made out of, Tempe? Water. <laughs> 
Okay, so so now let's say you've you've inspired them through fear. And you're just <laughs> like, come on, what what do you know how to do? So she's just like, well, I, she's like, I know I'm I'm made out of water, right? So let's say that she, her hearing lodestone get out of her area also convinced her, and so she's like, take a pee? No, I'm just kidding. <sighs> yeah. So 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 she takes her breath and like makes a much smaller little pocket of of air mm-hmm. and so she she's able to use that to move around so now it's like room. doesn't doesn't naruto with the rasengan like the the wind energy she can spin it around yeah yeah we, well you could say it's just something like that and ooh, let's also say it's like a desert so okay. it's like a desert environment so there's just a bunch of dust and dirt as the as like the flooring making it even harder in her mind to mm-hmm. do anything because there's no water in the plants or anything like that so, so she takes her so she takes this uh, air vapor that she creates. She uses it to build up like a small gust. But she's like, but you have sand. And sand is like a erosive, an abrasive. Mm-hmm. Right? And so... Well, like Gara, this is totally Naruto. Yeah, so, so, so she'll take her little, small little cloud, fill it with sand. So now her room is just like a locked, is a really, really strong locked door. Right, and so she does that, and so she takes it, and so she puts it in the little cloud, and so the cloud spins at like hurricane force speeds, and so she creates like a tiny cyclone that like breaks the locks, and so yeah. she breaks each lock, and so she's able to just walk out. Right. Dun, da, 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 da. And so of course, Cameron's like, "Can you guys help me?" Right. So he's been he's been knocking them around, and so he's been able to improvise. Wait, he hasn't gotten out yet. No, he's just been knocking the robots around, and so they're like, "No, we're not going to help you. Like, you need to help yourself." Yeah. Right. As they have now found out through their lesson, and so he's just like, "Okay, well, I have this idea." So let's say like he takes one of the little robot arms and like breaks it off, and then like bangs on the door repeatedly, and so he's able to bust the door, and now they're free. Yeah. Perfect. So we'll, well, so you we'll did a really good job. I'm glad that you guys thought through your situations and problem solved. Like, you have it in you and you can do it. You just have mm-hmm. to find it. Yeah. Inspiring, so, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll wrap Well, we up. have to make them less assholes, though. Yeah. So, we'll, so we'll wrap it up here. Well, it's, it's hard. They're teenagers. Oh, I know. So, they're very self-centered. So, we'll wrap it here with, um, with Tempe and Lodestone arguing about who's there well both of them come to you like well who got out the fastest obviously alluding to the fact that they want to be the one who got out the fastest and rub it in the face of the other person well that's a whole situation i have to solve because that's not gonna it's not gonna fly it's like well whoever was fastest should be team leader so now they get into this argument well we'll wrap it up here with this yeah, with this problem that you need to solve of the fact that they have developed this rivalry and both of them want to be team leader. So, well, we'll end it here and we'll continue next time with the uh, with solving that problem. So, as always, I'm your GM, Evan. And I'm Katie. See you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Weeknight Hero. If you like what you're hearing, follow us on Twitter under Weeknight H. Follow the blog for extra content that we aren't putting into podcasts at weeknighthero.wordpress.com. If you really like what you're hearing, you can rate us on iTunes or Podchaser to get our name out there. And finally, thank you so much for listening.